Good evening, all you creatures of the night. It is I, Matt Johnson, coming to you with the latest edition of the Overcourse Podcast. It's that time of year again. The leaves are changing, and the cool, crisp air makes you change out of your t-shirt and shorts to a nice, comfortable sweater and a pair of jeans. For some, it's the beginning of fall, but for others, it's the beginning of hell. This is the most coveted month of the It Records podcast. We worship you, O glorious October, and await the blessed return for All Hallows' Eve. When the dead shall rise, blood shall be shed, and revenge will be had. This is your annual edition of Halloween Horror. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. You see, Jason was my son, and today is his birthday. today for another edition of Halloween Horror, our brief little mini-episodes where one of us in the Terrible Trio will be giving you a movie to watch each day for 31 days during the month of October. We will be highlighting a movie that you haven't heard of or you have forgotten about that we think you should see if you're looking for a good scary flick to watch during the month of October. And today being October 10th, this is a Thursday. Uh, we've done nine movies up until this point. If you haven't been listening to the podcast, trying to touch on all these different subgenres here and there, sequels, what have you, trying to hit a wide base of films that you may enjoy or you gravitate more towards. With that being said, I'm going to give you my pick for October 10th, which is Devil's Backbone. This is a 2001 gothic horror film directed by Guillermo del Toro and written by del Toro, David Munez, and Antonio Tresjoras. Hopefully I pronounced your names correctly. Um, it was independently produced by Pedro Almodóvar as, as an international co-production between Spain and Mexico, actually. And it was filmed in Madrid. Uh, if you know me at all, I am a Guillermo del Toro fan. Um, across every genre that he's touched. Uh, I'm sure if you guys aren't familiar with his name, he did Shape of Water a few years ago. That won uh, Best Picture. He did Pants Labyrinth, which won Best Foreign Film several years ago. Anyway, um, Guillermo del Toro has also done some, you know, horror films, if you will. Um, Devil's Backbone being one. Pan's Labyrinth, you know, is on the borderline. It's more of a fantasy film. But he also did The Orphanage, which we have done on this podcast. He didn't direct it, but he had a part in producing it. 
but he played a large critical role in the creative process of the orphanage which is a ghost haunted house type tale and devil's backbone falls into that same story uh, that same element subgenre ghost haunted house devil's backbone is a film set in spain 1939 during the final year of the spanish civil war um, the plot operates around a small home for orphans in a remote part of spain during the civil war um, helping the, the couple, uh, Carmen and Casares, who mine the orphanage, is Jacinto, the groundskeeper, uh, and Cochenta, a teacher who is involved with Jacinto. Uh, they are aligned with the Republican loyalists and are hiding a large cache of gold that is used to back the Republican treasury. Perhaps not coincidentally, the orphanage has also been subject to attacks from Francisco Franco's troops, and a diffused bomb sits in the home's courtyard. One... One day, a boy named Carlos arrives at the home of two Republicans. They both ask the owners to take him in because his father died fighting with fascists. They do take him in, and the boy soon strikes up an unlikely friendship with Jamie, a boy with a reputation for tormenting other kids. But Carlos soon begins having visions of a mysterious apparition he can't identify and hears strange stories about a child named Senti who went missing the day the bomb appeared near the orphanage. It's a very well-done film. If you've ever seen The Orphanage by Guillermo del Toro, you will enjoy Devil's Backbone. It's very... Uh, it builds an atmosphere. It's also a microcosm of the Spanish Civil War that is occurring at the time between the kids at the orphanage. So uh, it's very political and thematically dense in that material um, in the writing. But it's also a good uh, gothic story because... With you have gothic horror, it deals with you know the architecture and like a, usually a house and the past and things that reside within it, and the whole civil war was about you know the country as a whole and their deep seated past um, conflicting against each other that led to a brutal war, and so the house really holds all of that tension and animosity, and it's lived by these kids and the ghost stories and the terrors of the past so that hopefully the future can be a little brighter. I won't give you any spoilers of the ending and what you're supposed to take from the film, but it was critically received very well. Um, Roger Ebert compared it to The Others as well, if you find that movie uh, entertaining. It was ranked 61 on Bravo's 100 Scariest Movie Moments for various scenes in which the ghost is seen. And it currently holds a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. Bloody Disgusting ranked it, the film, at number 18 in their list for top 20 horror films of the decade. With an article calling the film elegant and deeply felt. It's alternatively a gut-wrenching portrait of a childhood in a time of war and skin-crawling evocative nightmare. Uh, the film has been described as a humanist ghost story. So I will leave it at that. Um, I feel like... People's reviews of the film kind of give you kind of a backstory of, you know, what you're going to see. It is a ghost story. Um, with some haunted house elements, you can watch on Vudu, iTunes, Amazon Prime, YouTube, and Google Play. I will leave you with that for now. Please go check out Devil's Backbone. It is a favorite of mine. Um, but until next time, I'm Matt Johnson, and I remain in the shadows. To get you, Barbara. Darling, light of my life.